unemployment could reach 2 million. Let's have a look. Good afternoon, everyone. Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Sorry if I'm sounding a bit rough around the edges, but I am suffering with a dangerous case of the man flu. So let's have a look at this article. Because, frankly, this is monumental what's happening in Australia. We are seeing unemployment cues like from the Great Depression. Is this a foreshadowing of what's going to happen to our economy? Millions of people, some for the first time in their lives, are going to Centrelink. I hope they can survive the bureaucracy in there. So let's have a look at this. The federal government has made changes to its welfare application process to allow applicants to be completed remotely as criticism flows towards its handling of the hundreds of thousands of Australians in need of income relief. Because there's talk of unemployment hitting 2 million. 2 million people. And let's just put that in perspective, guys. This is the tourism industry. It employs 666,000 Australians. It's pretty much gone now. How many of those people have lost their jobs? Our unemployment rate, we go over here, was at 5.1%. We look at the Roy Morgan data, which I prefer their methodology. Am I looking at unemployment? Yep. We go down the bottom, we can see 8.3. More importantly, I would say, is the combined unemployment and underemployment rate. But if unemployment, if people are saying unemployment for ABS goes to 15 and Roy Morgan, you generally double ABS, 30%. What would the underemployment rate be? What's that going to do to the economy? What's that going to do to housing, consumer confidence and retail spending? Today, Rachel went, she went shopping down at Harbour Town on the Gold Coast. She wore protective clothing, you know, mask. And, uh, I was quite proud of her because she went to a shop to buy an item of clothing like some special girl pants things for after pregnancy that I just need to I just know enough about it to know she was buying an item of clothing but she went in there and of course the FPOS system was down so Rachel said how about how about I'll do your deal with cash I've got $30 will you take it and the woman said, oh, I can't, I, don't, I can't do it, I can't do it, I don't have authority. And she, she said, or Rachel responded, next week you probably would take it. So I'm very proud of her for trying. <laughs> she probably should have taken a bit more cash with her. Or maybe next week is when you can get the bargain. So, guys, another nail in the coffin of this uh, cashless utopia that everyone's pushing us towards. So... Applicants will no longer be required to visit a Centrelink site to prove identification, while the MyGov website has had its capacity lifted from 50,000 visitors to 150,000 after the site crashed on Monday under the volume of the suddenly unemployed. States <clears throat> are shutting borders and the closing of pubs, clubs, restaurants, cinemas and more non-essential services to control the spread of the illness means millions now may have lost their jobs. The government has been criticized for botching the handling of the increased need for welfare, which initially blamed Monday's MyGov crash 
on a cyber attack before later retracting that claim. Now, I don't know how you'd take that. Would they have anticipated? I guess they would have. The government has ordered the, the closing down of all these businesses, so they should have anticipated this. This morning, Social Services Minister Anna Rustin was forced to defend the department's treatment of the anxious Australians flocking to Centrelink sites and websites, with one reporter saying the lack of access to support represented gross indignity. I mean, here you go. They're starting to queue at 4.30. How desperate are people? How many people are living week to week? How many people don't have a Dave Ramsey emergency fund? I'd say most of them. How many people trust the government to take care of them? We certainly understand that yesterday was an extraordinary spike in the number of people that were looking to use the service an overnight Sunday night, the minister told reporters. <clears throat> this is an unprecedented situation. It is moving very rapidly. It is moving unpredictably. And we are doing everything that we can to make sure that we keep ahead so that we can minimize the impact that we are seeing on Australians. Senator Rustin said, the changes mean those needing welfare support will no longer have to line up on the street. You can do it over the phone, she said. We don't want people attending Centrelink sites in person. The minister also confirmed the 550 supplement will be extended to youth allowance students and apprentices. I've done this morning in recognition of the fact that many students, particularly those that support themselves, also have income from casual work to support their studies, she told reporters. See, these are the kinds of people, for instance, people from the regions who go to the city to study to become doctors and nurses and teachers who find themselves having to rely on their own income to support themselves through study while the government provides them with the study allowance. It also might be older people coming back into the workforce who would like to do some study and they might have families. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese said, today the lines outside Centrelink are longer than they were yesterday. Speaking to reporters in Canberra, Mr. Albanese described constructive suggestions Labor had made to tweak the government's illness assistance package to ensure people don't fall through the cracks. We've put forward constructive suggestions, just as we did in the bushfire crisis, he said. The fact that many of them have been adopted is a good thing. I've said from the beginning, from my first day as Labour leader, I wanted to be known as just that, the Labour leader, not the opposition leader. I've had some say to me, that's a mistake. It's not. We're elected to represent the national interests, and we should never forget it in this place. That's good. Particularly considering what's happening with the Democrats in the United States. How they're impeding the stimulus and aid package over there. So I think that'll work to his advantage. And here we go, unemployment to skyrocket. Unnamed senior figures in the banking and forecasting sector told nine newspapers that jobless rate in the downturn could reach 15% or more, up from 5.1%. And this is based on ABS, guys. <clears throat> Not Roy Morgan, which is uses a different methodology, which is higher. That would be the highest job, jobless rate since the Great Depression. 
an amount to up to 2 million suddenly unemployed. 2 million people suddenly unemployed. Dwell on that while I have a, a trick of my golf. That's a big number, guys. JP Morgan has predicted the nation's economy in the second quarter to retract by nearly 10%, which it said would lead to an unemployment rate of 11%. This highlights the uncertainty surrounding the potential blow to the workforce, but whatever figures are considered, the shock to the Australian economy is going to be substantial. It also comes after a senior Federal Reserve executive warned unemployment in the US could hit 30%, worse than during the Great Depression, and three times the level seen during the GFC. That could lead to an unprecedented 50% drop in GDP, or a $2.5 hit to the world's largest economy. 50%. 50%. Does everyone think it's all still going to return to normal? The grim predictions explain the long lines snaking from Centrelink doors across the country, as Senator Rustin appealed to desperate Australians to hold off co contacting welfare when she appeared on Nine's Today show this morning. We clearly understand the distress that this illness is causing, she said. We're asking for patience and calm. What we saw yesterday was heartbreaking. The MyGov online portal crashed on Monday after it was overwhelmed by people trying to access it. The government said the site could only handle 55,000 visitors at one time. During the increased traffic, but numbers spiked to almost 100,000. On a normal day, visitors are just six. The volume of traffic was so high, Government Services Minister Stuart Robert initially claimed hackers were responsible for crashing the website. Senator Rustin said there was no excuse for what happened. Well, see, this is the thing. That's a denial of service attack. That would be your first response. If you get nearly 10x your normal, well, more than 10x, 20x your normal daily traffic, that would be the initial response from your IT people. Someone must be doing a, a denial of service attack on us. But no. No, that wasn't. I, I'm apologizing, she said. Centrelink will boost its workforce by 5,000 people to deal with the influx of applicants and extended call hours. But there will be fewer staff at the centers because of social distancing requirements and no pop-up shop fronts are planned. Many families, workers, and business owners have been forced to seek social security payments as the pandemic throws the national economy, which is likely heading into a recession into chaos. Well, I'd say the global economy, not just the national one. Senator Rustin said no one needs to line up at Centrelink offices on Tuesday unless they don't have a phone or internet access. Labour frontbencher Tanya Plibersek said the government should have planned better and made sure the system was up to the task. Well, they had 10x capacity. It went 20x. And if it does crash, for goodness sake, sakes, we've got a minister pretending it was a... Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, that just shows she doesn't understand computers. I mean, what do you expect from a boomer? Boomer politician. They probably all use apples. These are unprecedented times. It is likely the government will need to do more. And there you have it, guys. Potential for unemployment to hit 2 million people. Let me know your thoughts and opinions on it. Are you one of the unlucky ones that's probably going to be unemployed? How are you preparing? What are you doing? Is this your first time going to Centrelink? 
Thanks for watching. Like, share, and subscribe. If you're a fan, you can support us many ways. Patreon or joining the channel on YouTube, using our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay, independent reserve or KuCoin for the crypto traders. You can buy our merch or you can support us via PayPal. I may have to take rest for a few days because I think I'm working my voice a bit too hard. You may get a few Heiser classics. Take care, guys. I'll see you later.